Welcome to Story Chats at Insby Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. I'm Valerie Comer. And Amy English is back with us again today to talk about her Christmas release, Mama Dated Santa. And I wrote that like Mama Kissed Santa about six times. I'm like, no, it's not the song. It's Dated, Dated Santa. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go ahead and read your bio real quick, and then we will jump in. So Amy R. Anguish grew up as a preacher's kid, and in spite of having lived in seven different states that are all south of the Mason-Dixon line, she's not a football fan. Currently, she resides in Tennessee with her husband, daughter, and son, and usually a bossy cat or two. Amy has an English degree from Freed Hardeman University that she intends to use to glorify God, and she wants her stories to show that while Christians face real struggles, it can still work out for good. Thank you so much, Amy, for coming back to hang with us again. I love hanging out with you guys. Excellent. (laughs) So we're going to start off by having you tell us a little bit about the book. Okay. (laughs) Um, It's set in Texas in a toy store. And it basically goes from Black Friday through Christmas. Um, And the manager of the toy store is Nick Russo. And he... um, he does not love the holidays because all the last minute shoppers and worry about finishing the year strong has just ruined it for him. And then the, um, the heroine is Trudy McNamara and uh, she's not hot on the holidays either right now because her dad was a huge, huge lover of Christmas and she lost him on Christmas Eve five years before and um it's yeah it's rough yes that's great <laughs> yes that's great. No, yeah that's a, that's a great place to to that's a good hook I think okay. everybody's probably like I want to read it <laughs> right it's a great yeah. setup who doesn't want to read a Christmas book about people who don't love Christmas right <laughs> <laughs> well, like I mean I'm sorry Scrooge is like you you know universal right it's oh it yeah yeah but true <laughs> All right, Narelle, why don't you start us off? I will start us off. So, I mean, I I enjoyed the story. And toy stores and Christmas, they really are a match made in heaven, in my opinion. Like, you can't go wrong with a Christmas book that has a toy store. Well, I mean, there's a lot that can go wrong. (laughs) Well, they can go wrong in the story, but we end up with a happily ever after at the end of the romance. So it's all good. So um, let's talk about Nick's family and the toys, how the toy store and what's going on with the store plays quite an important role in setting up the story at the beginning. So we won't go into spoilers, but we'll go back to the beginning of what's actually going on when the story opens. So the store has, um, it's hit a rough spot and, you know, a lot of people shop online now. They, they want a little more from a store if they're actually going to put on real clothes and go into it, or at least some of us put on real clothes to go into a store. (laughs) I know not everybody does, but, um, so he's struggling a little. He was not expecting everything to have just stayed the same from when his grandfather started it years before, but it's in the family and he's the one cousin who showed interest in taking over. So he's the manager and his dad and two uncles are semi-retired and they don't really realize how bad things have gotten. And so he has to call a meeting and say, okay, guys, we got to, we got to do something here. Um, and I love his, 
his uncle Paul is the one that yes. plays the store Santa. And so he is determined to find some Christmas magic to save their heritage. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was. And that's the um, where we want to say Mama Kisses Santa, but we have to say Mama yeah. Dating Santa. Dating. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think exactly. most of us probably loved Uncle Paul. Yeah, Paul was fantastic. Yes. Um, he, yes. Was, he was a great figure um, playing the store Santa and um, lurking around, yeah. <laughs> noticing more um, than what Nick gave him credit for at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a, a definitely a strong secondary character while the others slid more into the background. Right. I think because he was in the store more, he um, he played a bigger role right that, there because yeah. he was Santa. You know, more of what was going on. Yes. Mm. Excellent. Yeah. You know, rather than those guys who just came in from the golf course periodically. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're going to be semi-retired, what are you going to do? Yeah. Go play Either golf, play right? Play Santa or play golf, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> both, right? <laughs> All right, Valerie? Um, I want to talk about how we don't really notice the ruts that we're sliding into at times. So I have a little quote from the story that I'm going to read. It wasn't always like this. Nick's voice trailed off as he plucked a piece of tinsel from a branch. My grandma used to pride herself on the decorations, but as the years went by, I guess they took a back burner to everything else, and we just pulled the same things out over and over again, not paying attention. It's easy to do that, isn't it? To see things without Mm. really seeing them. And then most of this time of year was ruined for him thanks to the business aspect. This was the busiest shopping season and it had become all about the money. So let's talk about ruts and how, um, if we're not really focusing on being observant, we don't even notice. So what was your thoughts going into that? I think I just, I knew from the get-go that he, he didn't love the holidays and I had to figure out the reason. And as I got to know him while I was writing, because that's how I write, I, yeah. I, you know, create these characters and then I learn them as I write and then they sort of take over. Um, and I knew that the, the first image in my head was that tree that was just all shambles and everything was, it was a cacophony of a tree. <laughs> ornaments were falling apart and half the lights weren't working and the other half were blinking out of sync and I thought okay (laughs) this this tree is is gonna show that there's a bigger problem than just the Christmas decorations and that they've just left things the same way for so long and just expected everything around them to stay the same and that's not the way things work um, especially nowadays when everybody wants something new and different and brighter and better. And, you know, you can't even keep your cell phone for more than a year without another one coming out that, oh, well, I need that one because it has a better camera or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, when you, when you just leave everything to stay the same, 
in a store or in any other part of your life, you know, it's, and there's a, a little bit more to it because that tree didn't stay the same. It, it, Oh, it got worse. <laughs> it got dropped a few times. <laughs> yeah. So that, that might be a little bit symbolic too, when we mm -hmm. think we're letting things be the same. <laughs> Are they? Yeah. You know, there's a saying that if you're not growing, then you're dying. Basically, right. you're just, you're stagnating and getting worse. And so you know, as a person, I'm always trying to improve and get better at things and not make as many mistakes. And if I don't keep doing that, then something's gonna, it's gonna get and worse. Those, those lights mm. are gonna blink out of sync. <laughs> exactly. Yes. That was just, that my was lights are not gonna image that just made me kind of cringe. Like, oh, I, hate, I hate flashing lights to start with, but if they're not even in unison, I don't know when to close my eyes. Yes. <laughs> and then it was the tree that was in the photos with Santa as well. And people yes. are so fussy about their photos. <laughs> Such sadness. Such sadness. Totally. Poor little Charlie Brown tree. It didn't, <laughs> didn't even, love wasn't even enough. Linus's blanket wasn't even enough. It was, it was sad. I needed help. Go read the book and see how sad this poor yeah. tree was. <laughs> Because Valerie's decided the tree's a character, just Apparently. so we are all on the yeah, very <laughs> symbolic. Yes. symbolism to this story. <laughs> yes. So um every pretty much every character in this story is struggling with some sort of grief. Um and why? Why why did you do that? <laughs> about your your thought process like sometimes I I try so hard and I mean I liked it because everybody was struggling with the same thing in just completely different ways um yes. but there was a lot of grief <laughs> okay so let me tell you about the inspiration for okay. this story <laughs> um it it started with the title mm -hmm. because the very first Christmas that we had moved to Tennessee we went to breakfast with Santa and the gentleman playing Santa uh, was the father of one of my friends. And um, he heard our last name and he said, oh, do you know? And he listed my in-laws names oh, and we said, yes, <laughs> we do know them. Funnily enough. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he made the connection and said, well, I'm so sorry because we had just lost my mother-in-law okay. that September. It's been six years. And, um, and he, uh, sent his hellos to my father-in-law. So we were talking to my father-in-law later and he said, yes, he did know us in college. In fact, he dated your mother-in-law oh. and I looked at my husband and I said, oh my goodness, your mom <laughs> dated Santa, you know? And of course he wasn't Santa <laughs> back in college. Sure. Um, but it inspired, you know, I just, the, the words mama dated Santa yeah. just stuck in my head. And I thought I have to write a story to go with this title. But I knew that, you know, if I was going to have the mama dated Santa storyline to go with it, that there was going to have to be something that had happened to make mama single and wanting to get back with Santa. Yeah. And so AKA um, Paul. AKA Paul. Yes. 
sorry I had to kill off the dad you know (laughs) hate when that happens yes authors are so evil we kill so mean so you know that we had to have them single and if you're single um then something's happened to take away the the (laughs) person who gave you these children that call you mama and and everything um and I did incorporate just some things that I've experienced over the years of seeing how different people um, deal with grief. Mm-hmm. Some people, like the very first Christmas after we lost my mother-in-law, I went to set the table and I set the number of places that we had always set. And then I looked at the plates and I'm like, why is there an O? Because I had set one for her and she's yeah. not here, you know. And and still to this day, I sometimes pick up my phone to text her a funny story about my kids and I'm like oh I can't do that or and she loved Santas like she collected them um so every time I see a Santa I think of her still you know and grief isn't something that you just get over yeah it just Mm. stays with you forever and and you just always have this little hollow spot in your heart um that you know oh that's where I'm missing somebody you know and you can still have a really great life and you can still move on but you're always going to have that that missing piece um so I had to to up Trudy's grief factor because you know it's been five years she should not still be clinging to her dad for this long (laughs) yeah um so I I added a little guilt on top of her mm-hmm. grief and and sharpened the edges a little and... as authors do or misery push the knife just yeah. a little bit more yeah no so she's she's had a, a little bit rougher um go of it than like her sister and her mom so uh, tell us a little bit that. about that relationship with her dad, because I think that starts pretty early in the story. Mm-hmm. So we're not giving away. Yeah, no, right. So she and her dad started very early. I think I said when she was eight, yeah. Um, yeah. every year at Christmas, just the two of them, they would do a Christmas bucket list of like three items that they wanted to do that Christmas season. And I got that idea from all those Hallmark bingo things that go around the internet every year um of how many of these are you going to do this christmas you know drink hot chocolate or go on a sleigh ride or go see lights or um i had her go see the rockets which is on my bucket (laughs) list someday i want to go see the rockets um and and you know there's just all these different things that you can do in the holiday season and i ended up I think she ended up with like 10 years of them. So that's like 13, 15 different items that she did with her dad through the years. Mm-hmm. So it just made it very special. And he just made Christmas amazing for her all those years. And he just loved, loved Christmas. And so when she lost him on Christmas Eve on the way to do a bucket list item, it was just you know, it was too much. She didn't want to do Christmas anymore after that. And we all pause. Yeah, I know. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So while there's a lot of grief 
in the story yeah. and there is and and sadness over that poor tree and the things that it symbolizes <laughs> it's not a depressing story no it is not no. it is not so, no it's uh, if you're going well i don't really want to read a story <laughs> in which everybody is grieving and no. the poor tree right. <laughs> nobody wants to cry at christmas <laughs> it is no it is not a downer it is uh it has some very amusing moments in there yes. as well and it's a very Bicycle races in a toy store. That's yeah. all I'm going to say there. Yeah, I know. I'm not, I'm sitting there thinking, oh my goodness, health and safety. <laughs> <laughs> because that's like if you've ever worked in retail, your absolute nightmare <laughs> is for during the store opening hours for that particular thing to be happening. Like right, right. that's an absolute nightmare. And I'm just sitting there <laughs> watching this, thinking, oh my goodness, I can hear that voice in my head wanting to yell at these people. Stop. <laughs> manager Sorry, yeah. I know he gets I know I know but still it's just I worked in retail for too many years is my problem so <laughs> I don't know. If he wants yeah. to play with the toys he should be allowed it's a toy yeah. store you can I know yeah. I know hours. doesn't everything come alive yeah Am right. I oh, my I know <laughs> And I can't say it because it's a spoiler. So, but I did. There was a part of it that went, "Oh my goodness!" This, this. <laughs> I thought this could, could genuinely end in tears. Is what I actually thought. It could end with tears and blood and all sorts of fun <laughs> things going on. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> was, all the blood was before. Oh my! It's a I good didn't, story. Yeah. It's a cheerful story. You're you're gonna love yes. it. It's it's not full of blood and tears. No, no there's lots of paint <laughs> though. I love the paint. Lots and lots of paint in this book and yeah. I really, it's a particular, I mean, one of the things I really liked was it's mm -hmm. enemies to love and enemies to love can be tricky to try mm -hmm. and get that right but the forced proximity works so well and when they end up having to do the painting thing, that was just, it's one of those things I really like about enemies to love is you put these two people together, you make it as uncomfortable and awful as possible <laughs> and then you see if they sink or swim. <laughs> and that and was romance. Really cool. Yeah. Yes. They might they yes. might sink before they swim, but they will swim. They will swim. Yeah. Thank you. They swim <laughs> <Yes>. eventually. <laughs> Sorry, Amy, we're busy just talking about your That's book. Fine. I, yes. I love it. <laughs> all right. Well, we all enjoyed reading it. Um, is there anything about the book that we did not touch on that you would like to make sure that readers know? I'm amazed that you guys didn't bring up her nephew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love writing her nephew, Mark. Um, yes, he was a sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> and wasn't he five? Uh, it's like four or five. Yes. Yeah. He was four, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. Almost the perfect age, but not Almost quite the perfect age. Yeah. He's, you know, he's a <laughs> no, little. He was awfully um, cute. Yeah. I love the, the scene where they're making cookies with him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite scenes in the whole book. That is that is a great that and is she unique. does go yeah. out of her way to um, a good aunt to make yeah. sure that her yeah. aunt isn't suffering from a lack of good Christmas. No, her sister's I a bit of a a forgotten the heroine's name person. <laughs> the heroine is Trudy. 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 Yeah, I knew that. I just yeah. was like blank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she was a good auntie. Yes, and yes. kudos to her yes. to set aside her own issues to make sure that the little guy had good memories of his own to, um, yes. 
to look forward to every year. Yep. Yes. Mm. For sure. Yep. Awesome. So what's next for you, Amy? Um, next is I have another book releasing in March. Okay. And it's actually gonna be a married romance Ooh. where the marriage is mm. falling apart at the beginning. Okay. And they both work at the same school. He's the principal and she's the school nurse. So um you so why, some... why you should never date someone you work with or marry them. Forced <laughs> <laughs> proximity going on here again. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I'm I'm sort of excited right now because I'm about to participate in NaNoWriMo, which oh. is National Novel Writing Month. I haven't done that in a few years. Um, and I'm going to be writing a modern day Cinderella. Oh, fun. And oh, I fun. haven't done any fairy tale retellings yet. So I'm getting so excited are you about it to release that one later next year then um probably not next year I discovered this year that four releases in a year for me right now in this time of life with two small children and three other jobs is too much a mm-hmm. lot and <laughs> I, <laughs> I had a little bit of stress this nope. year so I'm gonna slow it down a little over the next few years um but I'm gonna try and do two to three years releases a year still so we'll see how it goes okay I think I'm planning to do NaNoWriMo this year too and I I do it probably every seven or eight years doesn't usually Mm -hmm. line up with me wanting to start a new book so I can't wait for it (laughs) (laughs) I can't lose a few weeks and just go oh well I don't need to write right now because I'm going to write like November (laughs) yeah (laughs) I'm trying to get everything done in October so that I have a couple weeks because I, I can usually do it in three weeks. Oh, um, wow. When I do NaNoWriMo. Okay. Um, so if I just cram it all in there and have everything outlined and ready to go, just outlined. slam it down and then, yeah. <laughs> Outlining is wonderful. But, well, I don't, I've heard I it don't is. do a thorough outline. I do a, oh, I should have this scene. Oh, that would be a cute scene. And then I sort of like rearrange them and I have like details about my characters or settings and that that's my version of an outline. It's not very detailed at all. Not a deep, (laughs) in-depth one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope that we get to hear more about both of those stories. um, Yes. Yeah. Thank you. That'll be fun. Super fun. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're actually like right on time. We're doing great. So this is exciting. <laughs> Remind <laughs> everyone where your website is. My website is called a bit of anguish.weebly.com. I do have a blog on there and all my book updates. And uh, that's where they can find your socials, right? Yes, I definitely have links to my socials on there too. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining yes, us tonight. Thank you. It was or fun. Today, it's not really tonight. Yes. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, I think I post these at 4 a.m. So, you know. <laughs> I've heard of 4 a.m., but super I early in the morning exist. when you're listening, if you want. Well, they post in the evening in Australia. So there you go. You can you say go. whatever time of day you <laughs> want and it works for someone. That's right. That's right. Five o'clock somewhere. Yes, that yeah. is true. That is yes. true. <laughs> Two places. 
and thank everyone out there for joining us as well. Um, I hope that you will look up Mama Dated Santa by Amy R. Anguish because it is a delightful Christmas read and add it to your Christmas reading for the season. Um, let us know your thoughts in the comments on our YouTube channel or on our Facebook page. And if you are, are over on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you never miss an episode. And um, you can find information about the podcast at inspiromance.com slash story chats. And um, we will look forward to seeing you again next week. But in the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Bye. 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 Bye, everyone.